This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I am doing another solo episode and I'm so excited to share my perspectives on healing and transformation. As always, this one's a lesson that I learned and received and downloaded through a concussion that I suffered. I was in a an event and I fainted. And I'll give you a little context and background of what led up to this. I Samaya got sick. She got a cold. She had a crazy fever. And the only symptom she had was a headache. And it had been going around their school. Those other kids were talking about headaches. Five-year-olds don't talk about headaches, even when their head hurts. So the fact that she could articulate that her head hurt and all these other kids did was really significant. Because a few days later, I had an extreme migraine headaches for four days. I've never had migraines. I've had maybe one in my life. And it's this constant, persistent pain, throbbing of the head where light is pretty uncomfortable and looking at your phone and your computer and the TV is really uncomfortable even. And so it was just this four-day period of torture where I couldn't get any work done. I couldn't think. I couldn't function. And we had an event coming up. My friend Julie, the founder of Psychedelic Women, who I support with host helping host events with her. Um, it's a women's group. You guys are all welcome to join if you're into psychedelics. We will leave that link in the show notes. Um, anyways, we had this beautiful event coming up with 60 plus women who had already signed up, paid for their tickets, and it was on the fourth day. And so, you know, I... I was debating like, do I push through? Like I have a migraine, like I haven't really been able to function, but I think that I can push through. So we talked about it all day, Julie and I, you know, keeping her updated. I thought by day four that the symptoms would have really subsided, especially Samaya's cold was really only 48 hours. So drank a lot of water, took a lot of supplements, did all the things. Um, and at the end of the day towards the event, I felt the headache lift like an hour before. And so I texted her, I was like, I think I'm good. Even though like an hour ago when I went to pick up Samaya in the sunshine at like 3 PM from school, I felt like I was going to like faint, but I've also never fainted. So I didn't know if it was just like a head rush and I hadn't been outside in days, right? Like I was kind of like mind fucking myself. So anyways, I was like, well, the headaches lifted. My makeup's done. I'm ready for this event. I think I'm just going to do it. I debated, do I need to drive? Should I take an Uber for safety? But I felt really confident. I felt good to go. I looked fabulous, like literally hadn't felt great in four days, felt like myself again. I was like, wow, what a miracle just in time for this event. Looking back, I think that it was probably like the adrenaline of an excitement of like getting ready because I was like, I'm just going to like do my makeup and hair so that if the headache lifts that I'll be available, right? So I think with that, my adrenaline started going and my nervous system started to get ready and 
I think that it was just the adrenaline, right? The dopamine hit. So I head over to the event. They're 15 minutes early. We start taking pictures. It's flash photography. It's dark inside the room and it's fine. We're setting it up. People start arriving. I start to have a conversation with somebody and all of a sudden I felt really hot. And I said to the person, please excuse me. I'm feeling really hot. I'll be right back. And this feeling of overwhelm came over. So I wasn't sure if it was like an emotional reaction in the moment. I wasn't sure if it was like, am I just having like anxiety? Like my head didn't hurt anymore. I was so confused. And I go over to the bathroom and there was somebody in the bathroom. So I'm like leaning on the bathroom door and just hoping they'll come out. And I just, but the sensation I was having was just like lay on the floor, lay flat on the floor, like cool, cold ground, just lay on the dirty bathroom floor, but I couldn't get into the bathroom. There was a group of women to the left of me talking in a circle. I looked over at them. None of them made eye contact. I was like in a dark corner too of the bar. I look across the bar and Lauren Unger is standing there, my bestie. And like, she's looking in the general direction of me. So I like wave at her and I like walk towards her a little bit into the light. And I was like, Lauren. And the next thing you know, I'm waking up to people standing over me, people walking over me, like we're well into the event 20 minutes in and 911 is being called. Um, I literally remember some somebody saying like, yeah, she's about 40 years old. And like my thought was like, motherfuckers, I'm 38. <laughs> so I was coming into consciousness. But what's weird is that I thought I was asleep in my bed. I was like, oh, I made it home to bed. Thank God. And then like as a, you know, I really regained full consciousness, I realized, okay, I'm literally laying on the floor at the broken shaker. And there's people standing all over me at my own event. Holy shit, what happened? And they kept saying like, you hit your head, you hit your head, but I could only feel my tailbone. And so what happened was when I fainted, I hit my tailbone first. So my body landed straight down and it whipped my head back into a wall. So like a catapult, my head was catapulted back into the wall. And I didn't feel the head sensation at first. I just felt my tailbone. And what's crazy about fainting is that you go into a deadfall fast. My entire body felt like the next day, like it had been in a car accident, which felt even worse than the actual concussion. My wrist hurt. My ankles hurt from where I collapsed my ankles. My tailbone hurt. Obviously I had a lump on my head, but it didn't hurt that bad. But I did have a mild concussion. I chose not to go to the ER that night because I could speak. I remembered everything. I remembered short-term, long-term memory. We kind of went through the checklist, Gabe and I, of like what they would do at the emergency room um, to decide whether I had a mild concussion or not. And we decided that it was the healthier thing to stay home and heal at home until further notice and see how long the symptoms lasted. Um, I rested. I stayed inside. I tried to be as still as possible with a five-year-old around. Thank God my mom came to town that weekend. She had already planned to be there. And so she took care of Samaya a lot. And by day four, um, I had been cold plunging and meditating and just trying to heal my mind on specific supplements that they recommend for concussions. 
And I mean, I was doing like five minute cold plunges. You guys, I was like serious about healing this shit because my body felt wrecked. And the nerve, like the back of my head felt like it had been like hit by a bat, like my underneath my occipital bone, which is that bone in the back of your head. It just felt like somebody like clawed it or like batted it. And it was like all knotted up really tightly from the whiplash. And a little bit dizzy, sometimes like head rushes. It was just wild. So, but the point is, I really believe that disease and dysfunction and illness and accidents, they happen for us. They don't just happen to us. So as I sat there healing for four days, I really wanted to, I sat in the question of why, right? Like, why did this happen? And what can I get out of it? What is the lesson? And the biggest takeaway was I asked myself, where was I pushing too hard, right? It's always, where are you pushing too hard? As a career woman, as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as an advocate in the psychedelic community, as all the titles I give myself, right? All the hats that I wear, where was I pushing too hard? And where was I not hearing the whisper? Why did it turn into a roar? Like, sit down, Danielle, do nothing. Obviously, something was telling me to sit down and do nothing. And it had been whispering for a while. There was things I was neglecting, priorities I had misprioritized, put on the back burner. So as I looked at the many projects I have juggling around me and the ideas, I began to notice the things I had right in front of me that I had neglected. I hadn't been nurturing them or deepening their roots. They were like these beautiful trees that could fall over at any moment. They literally had fruits falling from them, the visualization I received. And the fruits were rotting. And this thought process occurred of, why begin something new if you have yet to deepen the roots of the last crop you've planted? What around you is dying of dehydration and nutrients so that you can chase the next exotic fruit? wasting the food. How dare I let those fruits spoil? So yes, I got a concussion, but my ass got handed to me and I shifted my priorities. The reality is, is that I was trying to move in all directions at once simultaneously. And there are projects and things that I had started, which really required the utmost priority. And it is okay to be a multi-passionate entrepreneur and have multiple businesses and multiple projects, but it's important to know what's a priority, especially when you have teams and people relying on you and working hard towards your vision and goals with you. And that was the lesson. The lesson was where do you need to deepen your roots before you plant the next crop? Stop allowing the fruits to be wasted. So I just wanted to share this message with you in hopes that you learn the lesson without having to get your ass handed to you and fall on the floor and rest for 10 days total because it's not worth it. Listen to the whisper. Listen to your inner voice. Sit with yourself. 
Where do you need to deepen your roots? What fruits are you letting spoil? And what can be planted next season when these fruits are tended to and further along? Every week we have a reoccurring segment and I share my favorite things, tangible products to use, things to walk away with, and above and beyond the inspiration of these conversations. Think, this week's rebellious perspective. What if our injuries, illness, and disease was speaking to us? What if instead of the roar of disease, we listened to the whisper? I'll leave you with this quote by F.W. Warham. God, with all his competence at his disposal, never wastes anything. He never sends a flood if a shower will do. He never sends a fortune of a shilling if a shilling will do. He never sends an army if a man will do. And he never sends thunders if a whisper will do. So allow yourself to listen to the whisper. Do. I am obsessed with Dr. Zach Bush. He is a physician specializing in internal medicine, indoctrinology, and hospice care. He's an internationally recognized educator and thought leader in the microbiome as it relates to health, disease, and food systems. Dr. Zach Bush founded Seraphic Group and the nonprofit farmer's footprint to develop root cause solutions for human and ecological health. His passion for education reaches across many disciplines, including topics such as the role of soil, waters, ecosystems, and human genomics in immunity and gut brain health. His education is next level. The reason I share this with you is because he really believes that disease, illness, bacteria, infection are all communicating in our bodies to help us evolve. They are sent for the greater good of our evolution. It's amazing to see a doctor who believes in the spirituality that we do, right? He has over 12 free webinars that will shift your perspective on healing. Take a look and I'll leave the link in the show notes here. I hope you have an amazing day. Please share this episode. 